and I think we're recording. Oh, shit. Yeah, I've been trying to forget. Mm. I felt so good after the last one. Now you decided to skin my ass raw. <clears throat> All right. Okay. <laughs> I was doing a cursory glance of the lyrics to Nookie to see if it would be a better song to do. Hell no. I forgot all about Nookie. Yeah. I forgot all about the Nookie. What? The Nookie. All right. Yeah. Let's just do it. <laughs> podcast where we take a deep dive into lyrics that are questionable at best but have largely dodged public ridicule until now i am mark and i'm here with seth how are you seth and never has there been one that deserved more ridicule on what we've done so far i think than this one oh, i don't this know one. about that um, really well i mean this is this is up at the top well i'll tell you this right from the jump i'm not as angry as this song i'm not want me to be <laughs> um I, we just did get done doing an episode we're doing a back to back. We're trying to we're trying to bank a couple bad boys here in the interest of full disclosure. Um, so you know we've put out we've exhibited quite an amount of uh, energy for Maroon Five. Uh, it's taken a little bit out of us. Felt good after that though. Felt good. Felt then good. immediately we said we gotta take a sharp left turn. Felt bad right at the beginning of this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never been a fan of this band. Um, let's just go ahead and say it. Uh, we are doing the song Break Stuff. By Limp Fuck-Ass Biscuit. By Limp Biscuit, yes. Um, or as he calls them, Limp Fuck-Ass Biscuit. Uh, Limp Biscuit is from Jacksonville, Florida. They are a rap hey, rock Real quick, have you, ever, have you ever been to Jacksonville? Yes. If you've been to Jacksonville, you can kind of figure out why. When I went to Jacksonville, I went there to see They Might Be Giants with uh, Patrick and John Schiller. What a happy day. And uh, a bunch of uh, racist skinheads followed us around for about three blocks. Sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Um, They uh, have been making uh, music in giant air quotes since 1994. Giant. Uh, And I shouldn't say that. I mean, they, they make music. I, it's not my thing necessarily. Um, but it is, it is music. Um, they, I first saw them actually in, um, in, at Warp Tour mm-hmm. when they did their album, uh, $3 Bill Y'all, uh, in 1997, their debut album. Um, and they went on to great success after that. I think when I saw them there, I was like, what the hell is this? I, it wasn't really my thing. Um, but they were definitely there, you know, early on in this uh, rap rock new combo, metal. Yeah. new metal thing, whatever you want to call it. I'm guessing you don't have a very positive uh, history with Limp Bizkit. Um, from the very, very get go, I think I saw, uh, I can't even remember what video it is because I've been trying to forget ever since. Um, it was like 99, um, saw it, didn't like it have been trying to forget since heard used to be a religious uh howard stern listener and one day the singer fred dernst um came on and i just i i you know i try to listen to everybody and give them their fair, fair shake just 
immediately was not a fan of him in any way, shape, or form. Um, find the whole backwards red hat thing um, kind of a turnoff. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, if we're if we're going to go that shallow, if we're going to go that deep and say anything about their music, not really. That never was really that much of a fan of the new metal genre. Although I think that 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 Corn uh, did some pretty good uh, had some pretty good lyrics on that first record. They're they're pretty good. I've looked at those over the years. <clears throat> yeah. But ultimately, um, this this shit is laughable and forgettable to me. And uh, just simply. Simply, yeah. I feel like this is one of those bands where I only knew little bits and pieces of the lyrics because I never really sat and listened to a whole song. The only song by Limp Bizkit that ever gave, like, I paid any attention to really was Rearranged. Wow, because I thought it was interesting. It okay. wasn't like their other stuff. It was more like hip hop. Right. It had like a steady bass line with some like a steady hip hop like drum beat, and I thought that was a little bit more interesting. All this heavy stuff, um, you know. By the time this stuff came out, uh, you know, like mid. Mid 2000s, I was in my mid to late 20s and I was like, I'm not really into that stuff. Any like I if it caught me earlier, I may may have been more into it, possibly, I guess, but probably not. Maybe I, 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 I like to think better of you. Um, yeah, I like to think about it myself. Uh, Fred Durst, kind of in a weird way, like Kid Rock, who we've got to do at some point here soon, seems like they both have kind of a similar upbringing in that they listened to really good music and had a really good history. Like when you look at the stuff they're into and when you look at like the stuff that they say, I grew up listening to Grandmaster Flash and I grew up listening to Africa Bambata and I grew and you're like, holy shit, you know, all this like really good stuff. How are you so bad? Yeah. I, yes. There is yes. a heavy, heavy thing between the both of them where Kid Rock, when you hear him talk and he mentions like some of his favorite bands, he'll be like, I love The Clash and I love, you know, Old Salt and Peppa and I love MC Light and I love, uh, you know, the Buzzcocks. And you're like, how did you make this out of this? How did Paper you skateboard? How did you get all these pieces and fuck it up so bad? Did. The, they do, they did, and I watched it many, many years ago. I only watched it once when it first came out, a cover of Behind Blue Eyes by The Who. And I love that song. That, yeah. is, that is a favorite. I'm a huge Who fan. I, I adore that song. So when that came out, even though I knew it was going to be bad, I had to pay attention. And it fulfilled every bit, every ounce of the shit that I thought that it would be. It is absolutely horrific. But it just goes to prove your point. The piece was there. The guy recognizes a good song. Right. Behind Blue Eyes is a fantastic song. I mean, same thing happened with and I think he it turned was it into Stained garbage. or Disturbed. Did a cover of um, oh. Sounds of Silence. Sounds of Silence, and which people swear up and down is really good. And I'm like, I had this conversation <laughs> with multiple people, like online, two or three weeks ago. What's the best? It came up on. I follow this guy Eric Alfred. He's not that big of a deal. Oh yeah, yeah. But um, but he just puts up questions having to do with music. I like talking about music. I like, and people were saying, you know, what do you think is the best? What cover version is better than um than the original? I I had some, you know, I had some ideas. I can't really think of them off the top of my head. But one of the first things that somebody put up was Disturbed doing Sounds of Silence, and I said, this is incorrect in every possible way. This is much, much, much worse than the original. I don't know how you could even say that. And I was literally attacked by thousands of people online saying that it's much better. I don't know what the fuck is going on in people's minds. I will say, I mean, I've heard worse covers of I'm sure. 
I think that they, I, I think they kind of had the right idea, but just they couldn't have executed Execution well, no matter how hard they tried. Yeah. The band was named Limp Bizkit. If you do not know by now, this is a name of a game. I don't know if it ever really gets played or if it's just one of those. Um, everyone talks about it, but it never gets done uh, where people gather around a cracker and try to jerk off. And the last person to come has to eat said cracker. Uh, it's disgusting. <laughs> um, I don't know. Many people who hear that and are like, oh, I'm pumped about it. I'm not here to kink shame. Yeah, I mean, you know, do I mean, your if thing. you're into it, you know, whatever. Uh, but uh, at some point, somewhere I read that he's, Fred wanted to name his band something that would immediately turn everybody off. Uh, right. Mission accomplished, George Bush. You fucking pulled that off real quickly. I mean, I, when I first heard the, the name, it made me not want to listen to them. The name is there to turn people's heads away. A lot of people pick up the disc and go, Limp Biscuit. Oh, they must suck. Those are the people that we don't even want listening to our music. Well, good for you. Other names that they considered, Done. and these are some amazing band names. This is the kind of thing that makes you go, God, this guy must actually be like kind of cool. Gimp Disco, Split Dick Slit, Bitch Piglet, and Blood Fart. <laughs> I actually kind of like Blood Fart. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Gimp Disco, I think, is a little offensive, possibly, but, Maybe, uh, but... the other ones, <laughs> I really like Bitch Piglet. <laughs> Personally, I'm, I might have to steal that. I'm, I'm, sure. I'm still going to go with pompous twat in the future, Mark. I just want to let you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, the band's local popularity was such that Sugar Ray, who had a major label contract, opened for a then unsigned Limp Bizkit uh, in uh, in Jacksonville. So that kind of shows you, um, uh, and this is probably back in the day when uh, Sugar Ray was pl still playing heavier stuff, if you didn't know. Yeah. Um, back in the day, they... They have a song called uh, Mean Machine, which is very, very heavy, before they got their 1459, if you will, named after the album. Before their uh, I Just Want to Fly. Yeah, before yeah. all that stuff. They used to play some very, very heavy stuff. Um, I don't think we really need to do much other uh, talking about Limbiscuit themselves. I will say that the only thing that I've really consistently liked about Limbiscuit from afar is Westmoreland. Um, he is agreed. Very fucking weird. Yeah. Um. And uh. And I'm into it. Has quit the band a few times. <laughs> yeah. Because which which gives him hope. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this song came out on the album Significant Other from 1999. Um. Their second studio album released in 2000. Um. It has remained a staple of Limp Bizkit's live shows. Um. Who doesn't like throwing up their middle fingers to this song? Um, the music video is a bunch of skeeting and a bunch of cameos. Snoop Dogg, Jonathan Davis of Corn, Dr. Dre, Eminem, Pauly Shore, Roger Daltrey, Bam Margera, Seth Green, Aaron Lewis, Flea of Red Hot Chili Peppers, comedian Richard Lewis for some weird reason. Wow. That's yeah. Weird. That's kind of strange. <laughs> it is yeah. very, very weird. It's like he was just around. Like, and they were like, are you famous? And he's like. Yeah, I'm Richard Lewis. I'm Richard Lewis. And they said, okay. And I have he, no neck. And then he, yeah, that he did a bunch of stuff with his hands. Yeah. Um, this song is very, very known for its Woodstock 99 performance. Are you, do you know of this? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. I watched this um, documentary at some point. Um, You're talking about the Woodstock documentary that came out on yeah. HBO like, like three or four months ago? Yeah. Yeah. It just reinforces the whole Fred Durst is a complete cocksucker asshole. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and well, I'll be, I'll be honest with you. Um, 
I don't really fault Fred Durst. Um, really? Well, the guy who put together the concert clearly didn't know anything about them and had them go on and they played their hit fucking song and was like, who are these guys? And it's like, those are the guys that play that song break stuff that everyone loves right now. So I don't know, really know. Now, I mean, I'll tell you this from the documentary, what I got red hot chili peppers. Now there's some cocksuckers. Yeah, they did. Because what they, they did, did a song called break stuff. That is one of their own songs that they always do. They did their song that people wanted to hear. Right. He specifically asked red hot chili peppers to go out there and calm it down. And they went out and did a cover of fire while people were setting stuff on fire and that is extremely fucking dangerous. And people just started setting stuff on fire. So, I mean, in case um, you weren't alive for it, that that particular Woodstock was known for fights, rapes, deaths, deaths, um, yeah. uh, destruction, uh, n- n- absolutely zero peace and love. That was very far from by the, the 30 years. Yeah. From yeah. 30 years before. Um, very terrible through and through. And, uh, but I mean, again, you know, that's, well, do you remember, I don't know if you remember from it, but the guy came out and said, could you please do something to like ameliorate this crowd? Because th- that was when it was starting to, to really go bad. Well, I remember that specifically about the Red Hot Chili Peppers thing. I would not be surprised if they did it for, for them too. But again, you know, you reap what you sow. Like, the fact that you were just having people that were going to pack the place without thinking of the kind of energy they bring. That would be like having Gigi Allen to your grandmother's funeral and being like, can you sing a sweet song? One can- and he's like, oh, yeah, I'll do fucking scum fuck. You know, it's like drink, fight, fuck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Live fast, die. Yeah. yeah. Like you're not going to get anything sweet I mean, from him. What does he expect? Cool. I mean, I would I kind of want that in a way. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Gigi Allen raped my dead Did grandmother. Did I ever tell you that I went. And then defecated and threw it across the room. I went to a Gigi Allen concert. You did. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I went in 1993 right after he had gotten out of jail to a place called the Penguins Pub in Youngstown, Ohio, because I heard that he was there and I pulled my truck up outside and Mark, punk rock is not dangerous now. I pulled up outside of that place and the most dangerous looking fucking people you have ever seen in your life were outside that place and I dared not walk anywhere near that door. Yeah, very good and call. I turned around and walked away. I drove away. Uh, Fred Durst did say, don't let anybody get hurt, but I don't think you should mellow out. That's what Alanis Morissette had you motherfuckers do. If someone falls, pick them up. And then it says, in the mosh pit, fans tore plywood on the walls when the song played, and numerous sexual assaults were reported to have occurred. Yay, Fred! Well, I mean, you know, he told he told him not to do that. This is why uh, saying, uh, just don't do the bad thing doesn't always work, because uh, you, you make human a point, beings but... are just terrible fucking animals i just don't want to like anything about him i don't want to give him credit for anything i don't i don't blame you friend he is fuck it's just one of those days when you don't want to wake up everything is fucked everybody sucks you don't really know why but you want to justify ripping someone's head off no human contact and if you interact your life is on contract your best bet is to stay away motherfucker it's just one of those days. Welcome to 90s Florida. <laughs> there you go, right? I mean, right when you cross the fucking state line, this is what you run into. This right here. Yeah. I mean, I pretty much don't want to wake up every day. <laughs> Especially, I mean... I sh- and, it's, I should, and, it's, and it's 2022. I should, yeah. I should say, uh, I mean, I want to wake up eventually. I don't want to be dead necessarily. But, uh, you know, I don't want to wake up when, I, when my alarm goes off. Yeah. 
Um, everything is fucked. Everybody sucks. Mark, are you? Do, do you feel it in the morning the most, like your age? Is that when you feel it the most? Because yeah, I, do. I think I do. so. Yeah, yeah, that's when I. It's not that I don't want to wake up. It's just when I wake up, I feel that age, and I'm like, yeah, oh fuck. Because once you get old. moving and you get yeah. the joints warmed up, you're all right. Yeah, I'm okay. Yeah, yeah, but when you're just sitting there, um, I'm like, I'm like fucking Ray Charles getting out of bed in the morning, man, bumping into shit, and just, oh, it's not good. Yeah, but I don't, I, I, I don't know how often this happens for Mister Durst. I'm sure it happens to me. You know, I'll be honest with you. I don't know the last time I woke up on the wrong side of the bed. I usually I'll get up and something shitty will happen. Like you'll wake up and knock something over and get up and, you know, you go to piss and fucking you get like a double stream going and it's annoying. And that's my favorite. You get in the shower and the water's not working right or something like that. And then you're annoyed. I don't know the last time I just woke up and I was like, "Mm, mm, mm, fuck this. Really? Yeah. yeah, I just don't think I have that in me. It's happened to me. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, there's been mornings where I went to bed knowing that something bad was going to happen tomorrow, and I woke up thinking about it very first thing. It happens. You don't really know why, but you want to justify ripping someone's head off. Mm. Well, I mean, I don't think you have to necessarily. I mean, the justification is that you're in a bad mood. I don't think you necessarily have to like you want you want to justify it's justified to you is it not it is but it's a bad justification just because you want to do it yeah i mean that's a shit i mean let's not uh, mark we shouldn't try to um to uh try and draw any logic out of fred's motives I don't think. Well, I think he seems to be the one that's trying to, like, draw the logic. Like, it seems to me, like, in in his ape mentality, just being angry is enough. He's just like, I woke up mad, now I rip. (laughs) And then he, like, then he, like, (laughs) does, like, a, I I picture him having a keg full of rock star. (laughs) And he does, like, (laughs) he does, like, a keg stand of rock star energy drink. Hold on, honey, I gotta have a four loco. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) You just gave me a great mental image of like Harambe with a backwards red baseball cap. (laughs) Picture him doing a keg stand of four loco and then someone uh, takes a super soaker of Jack Daniels and shoots it in his asshole while he's upside down. God, Mark, you're just evoking all kinds of dreams. Gigi Allen, super soaker in the asshole with Jack Daniels. I also like he says no human contact. And if you interact, your life is on contract. (laughs) What does he mean? Your life is on contract. Yes. It's like a mob hit or something, but it's just, I'm laughing because it's such a funny combination of, 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 uh, words there. Contact, interact, contract. I I don't know if we've ever heard anything like that before. It's kind of fun. It's, it's funny to me just the way that sounds. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and your best bet is to stay away. Motherfucker. Agreed. I I wonder, like, do you think this is supposed to be him? Like putting a letter out to the world or is he talking to someone that's around him? I'd like to think that this is someone who is like walked within his like shouting distance, He's yelling at his like mom. he walked to a Seven <laughs> Eleven and then started yelling at him. They're like, "You came here, yeah. <laughs> you showed up. You said you wanted a Slurpee." Um, and you know, here I think we get a little bit of justification of why he may be so angry. It's all about the he says she says bullshit. I think you better quit letting shit slip, or you'll be leaving with a fat lip. It's all about the he says, she says bullshit. I think you better quit talking that shit. 
This is a fucking Florida white trash anthem. This is. I've heard every <laughs> single one of these words. Word. Every single one of these words come out of Florida trash at some point. And I can say this. I'm not. Everybody's like, oh, he's saying terrible things about a big group of people making a sweeping indictment. Yes, I grew up with these people. I know these people. I am Florida. <laughs> I know what this shit is. You're driving is. down the street and you see a small pair of headlights quickly get faster or clo- bigger and bigger and closer to you. You realize it's a lifted Ford F-350 with Trump flags flying on the back and you hear faintly and then louder as the truck gets closer. So come and get it. <laughs> and, it's all about the he said, she said the, bullshit. There's the one truck or two trucks around here that have its exhaust Going up through the bed and straight up as Jet if it was exhaust. A, yeah, as if it was a semi truck just spewing black tar into the world. Running rich. Oh, it's so beautiful. It fucking, I goddamn it. Catalytic converters be damned. There's We're so not much cleaning this up. There is so much about Florida that I love, and there is so much about you know the nature part of it, the the certain aspects of our culture, and then there's this what Mark just described. It's all about the he says she says bullshit. So, you know, he, he talks about how he has no justification, he doesn't know why, but it seems like that's that's his issue, is that there's just a lot of he says, she says bullshit. I think it goes in line with a guy from Jacksonville. I mean, he's already expressed that everything's fucked and everybody sucks. Maybe the he, shed, he, shed, he said, she said bullshit is what she got him there. She sold seashells by the seashell. She sold seashells. I, that's um, what got him there. I mean, so that's what I'm saying. He says that he has, he has a justification. He's pissed off because there's some he said she said bullshit going on. Yeah, I feel like there's a story here that we don't know about from the night that, before he went to sleep. That he never, that he probably could have articulated I maybe think a little <laughs> better if he hadn't been from Jacksonville. He, he went to go uh, pound a Bang Energy drink at 3:40 in the morning, and all of his drinks were gone. He was like, "Yo, who fucking copped my last Bang, bro?" And, you know, some guy was like, oh, it was Rebecca. And she's like, fuck you, asshole. <laughs> it was you. And someone's like, oh, it was Spider. And he's trying to find out. And he's like, was it fucking Spider? Was it Rebecca? Was it Wes? It's all about, the, was it Wes? And then he asked Wes. And Wes just makes a weird face. And he's wearing a g- gorilla costume. Yeah. But he's wearing a kimono for some fucking weird reason. <laughs> he asked DJ Lethal. But DJ Lethal's passed out on the floor. Um, and he's, you know. Uh, you know, and then he goes to sleep because he can't stay awake. There's lice in the sofa. Without a bang. Yeah. So he goes to sleep. He wakes <laughs> up with lice. He shaves his head. Um, Still hasn't reclaimed any of his precious four loco. Yeah. It's, he, she said one thing. Wes shit. said another. Uh, DJ's. Uh, yeah. Wow. It's all about he said. She said. They said. We should do a up to date um, pronoun uh, friendly version of it. It's all it's about, about the they said. They, they said, said this. And exactly. It's just one of those days, feeling like a freight train. First one to complain leaves with a blood stain. Damn right I'm a maniac. You better watch your back, because I'm fucking up your program. And if you're stuck up, you're just lucked up. Next in line to get fucked up. Your best bet is to stay away, motherfucker. It's just one of those days. He's related to me. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, you have a you have a high have, motherfucker quotient. I do. I have <laughs> just like our did. boy Fred Durst it's here. A Florida thing. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't understand. What does it mean to feel like a freight train? Maybe you. <laughs> I would think you feel very powerful. I guess you, he's he's maybe yeah. You're like all jacked up on Duval County Coke, 
And you're like, I'm coming through. And, and you know, I find it very ironic that he says the next one, first one to complain, <laughs> leaves of the bloodstain. He's been complaining the whole first verse. I know. <laughs> he is the complainer. He should leave with the bloodstain. <laughs> he did leave with the bloodstain, Mark. <laughs> this song is about, you know, his first, his first menstrual cycle. This, that's what it's about. Um, yeah, so the first one to complain leaves of the bloodstain. He is the first one to complain. All he's been doing so far is complaining. So I don't know why he thinks that someone else complaining is any different than him. Damn right he's a maniac. Yeah. He's, he's fucking crazy. <laughs> you better watch your back because I'm fucking up your program. <laughs> that is the whitest that- shit I've ever heard. <laughs> You're exactly right. Buddy, I'll tell you what. I'm going to fuck up your program. <laughs> what? Who says that? Hold on. I'm going to put it in my rap song. And this is from a guy who's not scared to say anything. So for him to yeah. say anything that he fucking wants, he, he chooses, I'll fuck up your program. I'll teach you, mister. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's just so fucking stupid. And if you're stuck up, you're just lucked up. What is luck? That here's the. Maybe the biggest question mark in the song. What the fuck is lucked up? Lucked up isn't a common word or phrase. Fred likely made this up. It can be presumed to mean that one is fortunate. Okay. But if you're stuck up, I think that that would get your program fucked up if you were stuck up. Yeah, if you're that's stuck my, up, I mean, you're just lucked guess. up. I guess, may, I, I mean... Next in line to get fucked up. So, I mean, we can just... You know, just throw that out. Just forget about it because it's still bad things are going to happen to anyone. Anything, anybody associated with Fred at this point. But you're the person that is getting fucked up after the first person to complain. So right, first person okay. to complain leaves with a bloodstain. Then if you're stuck up, you're just lucked up <laughs> and you're bound to get fucked Thanks up. Thanks for doing the math on this one. Oh, no problem. <laughs> and your best bet is to stay away, motherfucker. Yeah. It's just one of those it's days. It's one of those days. It's all about the he says, she says bullshit. I think you better quit letting shit slip or you'll be leaving with a fat lip. It's all about the he says, she says bullshit. I think you better quit talking that shit, punk. So come and get it. Mm. Now we've got a little ba-boom, boom, ba-boom, ba-boom, boom, ba-boom, boom. And he comes up on screen and goes, I feel like shit. I know. <laughs> it, is, it is the weakest sound. For someone who's like, been so angry like this breakdown he sounds so weak it, it has all the confidence of the oh my at the beginning of crazy game of poker it kind of does <clears throat> my suggestion is to keep your distance because right now i'm dangerous we've all felt like shit and been treated like shit all those motherfuckers that want to step up i hope you know i pack a chainsaw here we go I'll skin your ass raw. And if my day keeps going this way, I just might break something tonight. I pack a chainsaw. I'll skin your ass raw. And if my day keeps going this way, I just might break something tonight. I pack a chain. I'm not going to do this over and I know, over it, again. It hurts me. He it fucking it. hurts me. So I will tell you, the way that I knew the lyrics of the song relatively okay is that we shortly did this for... Live band karaoke. My friend Nick, who and wants to be on the show. Then got rid of, oh, yes. Um, was like, oh, you should do this and I'll come and do it. And then he never did it. And then we dropped it because no one else could do it right. Well, because we need to follow through on do. him getting in the show. He's a good guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but this part, 
very, very much annoyed me because it happens so many times. It's very hard to 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 keep up how many times they do it. Uh, but the last one, I pack a chainsaw. I'll skin your ass raw. And if my day keeps going this way, I just might break your fucking face tonight. Give me something to break. And then there's some angry stuff. Give me something to break. And then they're playing very hard. Give me something to break. And then some more hard rock. How about your fucking face? To which I'd say no. To which I say no, Fred. <laughs> if, nay, if, Fred, if, nay. If he was to ask me. Yell shalt not break How my about face. your face? I'd say, no thanks. Yeah. I'm all set. I appreciate it. I'd say, here's a cell phone. Nay. Here's some other stuff you can break. I, I Please don't break my cell phone, but I'd rather that than my face. My face will leave intact. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, I hope you know I peck a chainsaw. What? <laughs> a chainsaw? What? what? A motherfucking chainsaw? Uh, so come and get it. I love how they say what after he says chainsaw. He's trying because that, that's the real reaction that you should have when someone says I I pack a chainsaw is to is to suggest I carry a chainsaw around with me. Yeah. I haven't seen anyone love chainsaws this much since Jackal. Like he's <laughs> you're exactly right. I, it had you, to be referenced. And and when you when you say you pack it, I mean when you think of someone packing. I think of them having it on them. Something that could be concealed. Right. Yeah. So I picture him with a chainsaw holster? with Or, or like a, a fucking trench coat, you know, and like a paint chainsaw, <laughs> like, see. bumping up against you. He's like, what are you, hiding a ham? You know, Jesus Christ. He's just walking <laughs> around. It's just like... <laughs> Your rattles, you know. <laughs> bumping the stuff. What smells like lumber? Smell like gasoline. Oh, yeah. And two-cycle oil. And two... <laughs> Just a fucking weirdo. Excuse man. me, I just need to grab a. Excuse oh, me. Sorry, sorry. Oh, Pardon oh, me. Oh, okay. I'll skin your ass raw. <laughs> oh, sorry. Get out of the way. And if you are packing a chainsaw, you probably don't want to. Like being around people probably is very annoying because you're oh, hitting people with your chainsaw. Yeah, you don't want to damage that chainsaw. It could be an expensive chainsaw. And I mean, it's gonna hurt people. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it could hurt you, man. I gotta have Think chainsaw about those chains. insurance. He's probably wearing chaps under oh, that trench coat. He's gotta have chaps on. Are you yeah. kidding oh, me? It's I'm, not even a question. I love picturing I Fred in chaps. There's a lot of things I'll say that Fred is. But I do not think that he is careless when it comes to uh, outdoor equipment for, uh, you know, taking care of lumber. I think he maintains everything that he owns when it comes to working in, in, in the arborist trade. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, um, so, yeah, so asking what over and over on. again. This goes, <laughs> no, if we go back to the beginning, this makes sense. Uh, my suggestion is to keep your distance. Don't want to hurt you with a chainsaw. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because I'm about to tell you right now, I'm, I have a chainsaw under this jacket. And I'm dangerous. And I am dangerous. Yeah. Um, and then he says, so come and get it. To which, again, I would say, he just got done telling me he has a chainsaw, so come and get it. No. <laughs> I'm definitely not going to now. There's a lot of, you man, there's there's some pro chainsaws out there that you could sell on Facebook Marketplace, get a pretty penny for, penny for. I was addicted to, for a very short time, the um, the Lumber Olympics. Oh, I love um, it. I love it. Uh, brought to you by Steel. Yeah. And they have those hyper fucking super chainsaws oh. that have like motorcycle engines on them yeah, where the it takes M- two people to hold it. the MS series. Oh my Christ. Yeah. They're they, awesome. They're, cu- they're custom made by the people 
And there's like a couple people that make them specifically, but you have to like run it yourself and you have to wear ear and eye equi- ear equipment because they're so loud. They're fantastic. And holy shit, it just slices through these thick ass trees like butter. Saying butter doesn't even do it justice, yeah. Mark. These are big German engineered freaking giant. I think they're like larger than thousand cc motors that just 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 rip. It's so much fun to watch, especially I, I don't know how much tree trimming you've done, but I've after every hurricane, I wind up making thousands of dollars with my chainsaws so i can relate a little bit i have not done a lot of it my friend bobby zikonowski um did fall from an eight foot tall ladder trying to cut some tree limbs for his stepfather he fell off while he was using a chainsaw Mm -hmm. and broke his arm and so my brother fell and broke his leg I will not be doing anything like that. I will pay a professional to do that shit. Fuck that. (laughs) Uh, It's all about the he says, she says bullshit. I think you better quit letting shit slip or you'll be leaving with a fat lip. It's all about the he says, she says bullshit. I think you better quit talking that shit punk. So come and get it. He's obviously not talking about the chainsaw anymore. He just wants you to come and get it. The, fi- the royal it, the figurative it. Now he's saying, please come and get my chainsaw. It's very heavy. <laughs> please come and take this thing from me for a while. Jesus Christ. Somebody help me bear this load. You feel like you have to have two chainsaws because it would be so heavy on one side. You'd be, you'd have a hip problem. With all this chainsaw talk, I uh, I feel the need to go out and, and maybe invest. You should. I won't be listening to this song while I'm doing it, but you know. Yeah. He I, just brings it up. So much. I pack a chainsaw. I'll skin your ass raw. Like he's walking around with chainsaw, but sans bar oil or lube. Yeah, I'll skin yeah. your ass raw. I Do you think he plans on skinning you with the chainsaw? Because skinning someone with a chainsaw seems like a lot of work. Yeah, that's... I mean, we're going beyond just breaking somebody's jaw or giving them a fat lip or making them bloody into, you know, killing somebody territory. I mean, well, I mean, when you skin someone, if you're skinning them fully... Yeah. Um, then oh, yeah, that will you'll bleed out. Could result in an infection, Mark, <laughs> or many infections. Yes. Um, this piece of shit beat out "Sleep Now in the Fire" for no. best rock video no. on the MTV Mu- Video Music Awards, Ugh. which is not that a that has any real bummer. bearing on anything, but fuck. Um, but this is the uh, time in which Tim Comerford, the bassist, um, came and climbed the um, climbed the set. And stayed up there in protest to them losing. Tim Comerford of Rage Against the Machine, just to straighten that up. Mm-hmm. It was I, I watched that when it happened. I I'm saw saying. It. Yeah. Yeah. So at least yeah, something cool happened odd. with it. Yeah, it was a very strange thing. Um, I don't really have much else uh, about this. I will say the song facts. Limp Bizkit was predicted on Rage. Or I'm sorry. Limp Bizkit was predicated on Rage, giving the middle finger often literally to anyone and anything that tried to bring them down. This song is a clear expression of that rage, with lead singer Fred Durst explaining his coping mechanism for dealing with a bad day, which is apparently chopping people up with a fucking chainsaw. chainsaw. Uh, Mark, hmm. it is it is an expression of that rage. Mm-hmm. It is not a clear expression of that rage. Yeah, fair Let's enough. just get yeah. that straight. Um, there is one song facts comment. Nothing too deep, but a good song to rage out to when you're pissed. I'll never forget the story I'm going to tell about one of my best friends in the world, Mike, um, who I remember telling me that in high school he had a teacher ask, what kind of music do you listen to when you're angry? And a lot of people were saying heavy bands, and he said reggae music. And the teacher was like, I don't understand. 
no, you're supposed to say an angry music. And he was like, well, when I'm angry, I don't want to be angry anymore. So I listen to something like the teacher short circuited and couldn't understand someone like not feeding into their anger, but actually trying to defeat it. Is this Mike? Yes. The, the same is, Mikey we yeah, know? Yeah, absolutely. So it's wow. like, it's very funny to, to see his mindset even when he was uh, in high school. You love that guy. Being so like ahead of the time of being like, no, no, I don't want to give into that anger. I want to defeat it. And the teacher's like, no, you've got to listen to Pantera or something. It's yeah. like, you know, it's just so funny that he was like, no, I'm going to find something to like stop it. It's like, wow, you were ahead of like a 30 or 40 year old teacher at the time. <laughs> this is. Uh, I would have yeah. left that he would have said like Burt Bacharach or something. That yeah. would have been great. <laughs> 180 comments 180 on song meanings. On song meanings. Yeah, I was going to say uh, that. Man, you guys are all fucking dumbasses. This is exactly. This is like the kind of. <laughs> this is exclusively the kind of comment you expect to find. This song is perfect for after work or to drink to. It's saying they had a shitty day, which everyone has had, and fuck you to the world because I'm not putting up with it anymore. The thing is, is that you are putting up with it. <laughs> like ultimately, you've what are you given to... yourself over to the anger? You yeah. can only carry around, you can only pack a chainsaw for so long until you get arrested. And I don't know what you expect to do when you're in jail and they take your chainsaw away. Um, <laughs> this right song is a, just a rambling. Replace it with a fucking shitty bologna sandwich. I've been there. It's awful. <laughs> this song is just a rambling piece of chest pounding macho bullshit, <laughs> which is something that Fred Durst seems to have a knack for cranking out. <laughs> a fucking men. Omega CM. God bless That's you, him. man. Yeah. This guy has the balls to say what? That he's fucking hard? That's not something you prove by saying it. It's something you prove by being it. And he lost his chance when he backed down to Scott Stapp. <laughs> okay. I, did you know? Did you hear about this Scott Stapp episode? I don't know anything about that. Uh, no, but yeah. I don't care. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> the, all these comments are all just people talking about fucking um, different bands. <laughs> people talking about Mudvayne and who sucks and who's great. Right. Like it's just, it's just so stupid. I can't even bother to be fucking. It's just, it's you know, it's a bunch of people fighting over how shitty bands are. It doesn't matter. They're um, out on a tour right now called Still Sucks. And if they think that's their that new album, that, yeah, Limp it, Bizkit still sucks. Yeah. Um, if uh, if they think that they're playing into the whole uh, Primus sucks ironic thing, you know, by calling a band that's great shitty, uh, they've com- clearly missed the point. Um, um, past, they do, in fact, still suck very much in reality. Past guest Elise went with her boyfriend and some other friends to see Limp Bizkit. Oh, wow. And they uh, they canceled. I if I if memory serves, and Elise can can uh, correct me in uh, on the Facebook um, because they were trying to get some seats removed so people would be able to do a mosh, okay. and they wouldn't move the seats. And I believe it was a safety concern on behalf of the band. And so they said because of that, because we're worried about people getting hurt, whether it was an altruistic reason or just like a not wanting to get sued reason, they refused to play. Wow. Definitely not the Woodstock. uh, And I believe they played in Jacksonville. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I I, I think so. too. Somewhere in northern Florida where they would have been, you know, where I'm sure there's well received. There's still some guy with a ball chain necklace who saw them at their first show at, you know, what was that one place that strip club moms played? Jack Rabbit. Jack Rabbit Slims. Jack Rabbit I was Slims. not in the band at that time. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, yeah. That was town. Yeah, uh, that was. I think that was Jacksonville. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So uh, wow. So, so that just happened. Um. So uh, how would you rate this as far as a creep factor? A creep factor. I'm very curious to know your creep factor on this. I'm, do I always have to go first? No. You yeah, want me to I go mean, first? Well, I'll I'll do it this time because. Um, no, 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 no. You song... know what? Because because you're making a mention of it. 
and you do always go first. And yeah. I, I guess I always just kind of throw it to you. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. I do. Um, I'm glad that you want to know what I think, but I want to hear what you think. It's not creepy. Is the 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 thing is is when I think creepy, I don't think angry. I don't think a lot of this stuff. I'm surprised he doesn't really make much. He's talking exclusively about men. I feel like kind of in this. There's really no like woman stuff, which is good. No, yeah. Um, there's never any. Uh, well, I mean, other than the he said she said, there's no mention of pronouns. There's yeah, no mention, yeah. But it's. I mean, it's very generalized. Yeah. You know, um, I'll give it as far as creep is concerned. I'll give it a one point two. That's exactly the number I was going to give there it. There you go. Yeah, I mean, because exactly that. Is it creepy that he's standing there screaming about how angry he is? No. As a matter of fact, it seems very um, ineffectual. Like that guy said in song meetings, the best thing about this is that the guy says, no, you are a badass. You don't just stand around screaming about how you are being a badass. You just are. Um, so it's it's very innocuous. It's 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 impotent. It's very, very impotent. So there's there's... The creepiest thing about it is that he probably thinks that he's, you know, attractive doing this. And that's it. 1.2. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So there you go. 1.2. I'm glad that's over. Um, that was nice, actually. It was kind of fun. We got some good laughs out of the middle of the show. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, and, and I think chainsaw we, uh, imagery, trench coat, you know, backwards. A red, I think, can we say safely that a, a backwards red baseball cap has forever been tainted for anybody that's trying to make a statement with that? Here's the of, thing. The red baseball hat in general has been ruined. I mean, for Forward, 20 years now. it's Donald Trump. Backward, it's Fred Durst. <laughs> just wearing a red hat is just a lost cause. Yeah. And if you're a Trump fan, sorry, not sorry. You're but, branded. And, I if mean, you're, and if you're a Fred Durst fan, sorry, sorry not, not sorry. sorry. Um, it's just, it's, it's a lose both ways, uh, for our next one. I've got one that I've been, I think I talked about it. I tweeted about it once. And I think we may have talked about it in the past. We're going to do the song sex on fire by Kings of Leon. Are you familiar with this song? I know the band and I think I've heard this song, but I'm not sure. I, uh, not really. It's, um, it's bad. I should know it. No, I haven't. I can't wait to read it. Yeah. I know Kings of Leon. I know they're, they're aren't they brothers? I think there may be a couple brothers. Followwell brothers. Of, Am I saying that right? I have no idea. To be, I don't know much about the band. I yeah. know that I don't like them. Um, <laughs> but we uh, we're going to go ahead and do Sex on Fire uh, next week. So make sure you listen to that and uh, prepare yourself. Steal yourself. Um, I was right. Oh, perfect. Followwell Beautiful. Brothers. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Okay. Um, Seth, a pleasure as always. Yeah, I have so much fun coming over here. And, I mean, we rocked out two good ones today, and I feel good about this. I, I, I feel good that we talked a bunch of shit about Fred Durst. Hey. A lot of times we do these ones with really clap, ly clap lyrics, and I, I just feel bad when I walk out of here. But, boy, I, I feel good about what I did today. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I feel like we cleaned up the streets. We clapped it all. We clapped all the bad away. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so go and uh, go ahead and listen to "Sex Is on Fire." Sex on fire. I think it's sex on fire. Yeah. It is sex on fire, though he yeah. says "sex is on fire." <laughs> About the clap. It's like a rockabye <laughs> lullaby situation. Yeah. Um, so go ahead and listen to that, and we will be back next Friday with more lyrics to go. <laughs> Got lost.
idea wandered off. Thanks a lot for listening. Our theme song was done by Exploding Pages. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas for songs or lyrics, you can send them to lyrics to go pod at gmail.com. We'll be back here next week. <laughs>